There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I will do it. I'll search for the Tom Bernard Show. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, how to calculate the exact amount of Halloween candy you need to buy. Does anybody have any idea how much they're buying? Or did you not buy any? Uh, every year I try to keep tabs on how many trick-or-treaters I have. Okay. And I have to look at my app to see. I think I had uh, I like 60 last year. So I, I kind of, uh, next, this year I'll keep track even better because of... I like that, so then I can buy the specific amount of candy. Anyone else? I mean, I would say you buy as much as you're willing to eat afterwards if nobody, Worked. not enough people. I like it. In. AJ, what do you got? Um, it seems like in the past few years, my neighborhood hasn't had as many kids come around, so mm-hmm. we've, we've scaled it back drastically on how much we get, just because if you... If you know what I look like, I don't really need that many leftovers, so... Oh, uh, here we go. The less, the better, it seems like. All right. Well, it's officially spooky season, which means it's time to pick out your costume and make the annual pilgrimage to the candy aisle. Unless, of course, you plan to make your own candy this time. Don't make your own candy. Who don't is do ma- that. Don't what, be a monster. Who is, what, what, what are you even making at that point? Peanut fudge. <laughs> fudge? I mean, what You're the hell? Handcrafted, like, wrapped treats. Yeah. <laughs> The good news is that figuring out how much candy you need for trick-or-treaters doesn't need to be tricky. There's an easy way to calculate the exact amount of treats you need to purchase so no child has to leave empty-handed. Well, how cheap are you? It's candy. Yeah. I can't spend that extra $3. (laughs) Released in 2021, the Handy Candy Calculation is the brainchild of leading food company and confectionery giant Mars Wrigley and same-day delivery service Shipped. The duo developed their uh, very own formula for predicting how many bags of sugary delights each household will need. What do you mean bags of? Oh, you mean to pass out one at a time. I see. Yeah, because it comes in like you can get like the big bags where it's got the all different types in there. And... Do you like the little Hershey bars, the little tiny Hershey bars? Yeah, they're fine. They, yeah, they're, that's a great way to say it, fine, when you really need chocolate. You're like, Them are do. good, as they used to say. Uh, in any case, calculating the equation is easy. Multiple of time, you'll spend passing out candy in hours times the number of kids you expect to knock. So you said 60 last year, Brittany? Yeah. Okay, so how many, in how many hours? Oh, God. I mean, I probably start at 5 and at like 9. Okay, so 4 hours and 60 kids. Uh, the number of kids you expect to knock times how many, uh, how many pieces you'll give to each child. Now, it's, are you giving more than one piece to each child? I usually give two, and if I know you, I give you handfuls. There you go. 
Once you have the hours and the kids sorted, you can figure out how much additional candy you'll need to buy. Multiply, multiply how many uh, days until Halloween. That would be one. Uh, times your household size. Times the average of number of pieces each family member will eat per day. Oh, so the, the family's eating it all up before Halloween anyway? Uh, Justin tested. did uh, put Whoops. like an animal-like hole in one of the bags to rip open <laughs> and start eating yesterday. So. That'll happen. For example, if you're buying 30-piece bags of candy, so that's about half what you do, right? 30-piece mm-hmm. mm-hmm. bags of candy, you'll divide the number by 30. Uh, it's important to uh, note that if rain is expected, you should divide the total of everything by 1.5. Mm. I didn't know that. So what does that mean? Only two-thirds of the kids show up when it's raining? Yeah, that yeah. seems about right. I don't I... think I ever, I never trick-or-treated in the rain, Ever. Oh, I did. Did you really? Yeah, and I was fine with it. Like, that was at an age where I felt no pain and just kept going. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just whatever works, right? You just keep moving. You do the best job you can. Is that what you're saying? It was just so exciting. As a kid, I wouldn't have cared if something was cold or wet. I just would have kept going. I loved trick-or-treating. I did too. I got to be very honest with you, but like I said, my I grew to six feet tall. And my voice dropped when I was eleven, so I just get bitched at the whole damn time. That's so sad. It's not fair. I know. Uh, well, I suppose you got a six foot tall kid. Trick or treat. That yeah. is a little weird, isn't yeah. it? It's not that weird. It's also not that weird if you were a full grown up asking to trick or treat. I'd say, yes, here it you is. go. Like, <laughs> yes, goes, it is. Yes, yes, and it it's is. too creepy. Brittany, if stop. If you opened the door. The first knock at your door, and you're expecting a little kid, and you see a full-grown man. Here's your candy. You're, you're working you're really like, hard for like, this okay, candy. It's like, we can say it's a little weird. I feel like I mean I've literally given parents candy, and if, if somebody came right. to my door, I've had teenagers. But they're with their in, kids. If I, I've had teenagers in drones who look older come to my door at like eight thirty in a sweatshirt, and I've given them candy. Why I don't? It's the candy doesn't care. cost that much. It's no, fine. That's true. Take it. Okay, the creepiest places in all 50 states. We're not going to obviously go through all 50 states because it takes forever to do it. So why don't you give me five states you'd like to hear? Now, Minnesota's got to be one. That'll be the last one. Uh, what other states you want to know about? Should we just do the five-state area? Yeah. Okay. We'll go N-D, S-D. And throw Florida in there. Throw Florida yeah. in, too. Yeah. Wisconsin and Florida. Okay. So they're eating candy rather than learning anything in the school system? Is that's that what, that's what Brittany says, at no, least. No, it's what I understand, yeah. Okay, creepiest <laughs> I'm so over you guys. I can't have you guys with each other alone. I got to break that up. What the hell does this mean? Uh, the creepiest places in all 50 states. In Alabama, it's the Sloss Furnaces. What? You go trick-or-treating in a bunch of furnaces? Why would you do that? No, I think it's not trick-or-treating. I think it's just creepy. Yeah, like haunted. Ghost oh, that's true. Yeah, it's just yeah. ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I suppose it's, so it's haunted. Yeah. Okay, the Red Onion Saloon in Alaska. I'm not going to read all of these. So, so the first one we will get to will be uh, uh, Florida. Will be the first okay. one we get to. Okay, so I'm scrolling down. I'm in, Oh, I just missed it. I went past it. St. Augustine Lighthouse. You ever been to St. Augustine in Florida? Uh-uh. Nope. Spectacular town. It's really, it's between Jacksonville and I'm trying to think of how many miles. It was about an hour south of Jacksonville, 45 minutes. It's not that far south of Jacksonville, but it's a beautiful, it's the oldest town in America. Did you know that? Uh, well, no. that makes sense why it'd be the creepiest. Yeah, really. That's true. St. Augustine's been around, I think, since, 
I think it's like 450 years, something like that. Jeez. That's pretty impressive, don't you think? Yeah. 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 The St. Augustine Lighthouse is the most creepy place uh, in Florida. So you got to write that down, St. A. Okay, next one up will be Iowa. So what are you guessing in Iowa? And if you guys have guesses on where this would be, holler them out, because I want to hear if you can predict wow. this. Iowa would probably be just like a cornfield. I was going to say, like, cornfield 317B. <laughs> well, this the one's going to... The hauntedest gonna, of them all. This is going to be more haunted than you were expecting, I'll tell you that. Some, like, asylum or something? The Valiska Axe Murder House. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that works for me. That's... Yeah, the Axe Murder House. I, I'm looking at it. Oh, there's a huge sign in front of us. this... It's in town, but it looks like in one of those old-fashioned farmhouses. Mm -hmm. It's got the porch off the front and the porch off the back. It's a beautiful house, but right in front of it, it says, <laughs> Valicia Axe Murder Home. Yeah, that <laughs> sign Jesus. makes yeah. Look that at the sign. sign. Makes, That's ridiculous. The, the sign makes it look like a tourist trap, like yeah. less spooky, more right. like, all right. It, it, looks, well, to be it fair. looks like they're treating it like it's Prince's house, where you can come yeah. in and like it's a museum type yeah. of thing. To be fair, though, you buy a place called the Axe Murder House, what do you expect to happen to you? Would you live Very in the true. axe murder house? Uh, I would. You would? I would not. That it happened up. over 100 years ago. Eight people, including six children. Oh, oh my the fam Was gosh. it a family murder? Uh, like wonder. dad murdered everybody or I'm mom murdered everybody? I'm not living in that house. Absolutely Come not. Come on, you sugar tits. It's the sugariest of all the tits. I'm not living <laughs> 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 I'm not I'm It just says, it doesn't say tits. who did it. Oh, it doesn't really? No. That's Maybe weird. they don't know. Maybe they don't know who the hell did it. That's boy, that would be creepy. Yeah. Uh, um, there is one thing to say though about the fact that your town is or your state is so peaceful mm -hmm. that like this is the house that people got murdered in, because yeah. in a lot of places it's like this is the house, the murder house of the block, not mm -hmm. the oh, state. Oh, you got that right. So you, you know, you have that right. there's a silver lining there. Um, I'm going to skip over Minnesota because Minnesota would be next, but we'll skip over it, don't you think? Yeah, we'll come. We'll save that for last. I have a good guess for Minnesota. Okay, because we got, oops, I must have missed, gone by it, new, or not new, I'm going to north. Yeah, no, it's unsolved. Oh, the, the murder deal? Yep. Okay, North Dakota, Fort Abraham Lincoln. I don't even know where that is. Huh. Do you, does anybody know where Fort Abraham Lincoln even is? Nope. Uh, it says in there it's Bismarck. Bismarck. It's in Bismarck, okay. okay. Oh. In 1873, Lieutenant Colonel George Custer moved the 7th Calvary, Cavalry. Uh, Cavalry. It says Calvary in here. People it's, say that all the time, but, but it's But it's cavalry. printed out Calvary. I know. It's Cavalry. Yes, yes, it is. That's weird. That I, I didn't even notice that. From Cavalier. Yeah, there you go. Fort Abraham Lincoln located in what's now Bismarck, North Dakota, where we built and lived in a where he built in a, uh, lived in a beautiful home with his wife, Libya. So this is George Custer we're talking about. In uh, 1876, General Custer uh, led his troops to the Battle of Little Bighorn, where he and about half his troops were killed. So apparently he's back at the house haunting the piss out of it. Ooh. Him and Abraham Lincoln. Oh, kids. Yeah, he and Abraham Lincoln, that's exactly right. So the next one would be South Dakota. Any guests? Do you have any, any uh, South Dakota probably, guesses? Probably another... I would say either a military type situation like North Dakota or a Native American wall drug encampment. <laughs> wall drug. <laughs> yes, wall yeah, the drug. T-Rex at Wall Drug. place in the state. Actually, I've been to this place and it is scary as hell. Uh, the historic Bullock Hotel. Holy Hannah. Uh, the first. Uh, it's in Deadwood. Oh. It's in Deadwood. So you guys were kind of close with your thinking. 
The first and finest hotel in Deadwood, this historic mm. establishment is said to be haunted by the town's first sheriff, Seth Bullock. Uh, visitors and guests alike have reportedly seen apparitions of Bullock, smelled his cigar smoke, and noticed the items that had been moved by unseen hands. Restored. Well, he's not even scaring anybody. He's just moving stuff. Ooh, Tom, he moved the bottle. Who gives a rat's ass? I wouldn't even consider that to be scary. Oh, I recognize. I recognize the building. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, we had our honeymoon in Deadwood, so it's yeah. Like, there you go. It's a beautiful building. Deadwood I mean, is not a huge town, no, so nope. you know, you go there, you've seen it all. They still have that motorcycle deal there in Deadwood. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think they do. They got about four or five of those now. It's in. The Zip to Zap. Remember Zap, North Dakota? It was called the Zip to Zap. A bunch of motorcyclists went up to Zap, North Dakota. I'll never forget that. Okay, we just have Wisconsin and Minnesota left. So we go to Wisconsin, and Wisconsin, any guesses on Wisconsin? Uh, The making of murderer home. You'd know this. If you thought about it. The oh, Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah, that's definitely got to be it. The Brewery of Death. The Fister Hotel. Oh, that sounds horrible. Terrible name for a hotel. <laughs> well, it's P-F-S-I-S. Oh. Okay. <laughs> P-F-I-S-T. It's a little less uh, bad. Yeah, the Still. Fister, and none like Fister Fister. Yeah. It's like the Calvary. Uh, yeah. yeah. Instead of Cavalry, it's the Calvary. The most lavish hotel in Milwaukee when it opened in 1893, the Fister Hotel is believed to be haunted by its namesake businessman, Charles Fister. The hotel frequently hosts visits, uh, visiting baseball teams. Several of its high-profile guests have had some interesting things to say about their stays. Bryce Harper of the Washington Nationals, you know mm-hmm. Bryce Harper, Familiar. claimed that his belongings and furniture moved while he was sleeping, while Brandon Phillips of the Boston Red Sox said his radio repeatedly turned on for no reason. Mm. Oh, kids. What do you think of that? <laughs> if I was a ghost with the power to like manifest in real life, I mean, do you think you would use that power to just, like, move shit around and make people yeah. be like, is there a ghost there? Maybe not. I don't know. I'm going back to say Maybe it. not. What yeah. I would do is I would put this podcast on, and you should, too, because we are here to promote the yes. show. So in the afterlife, I will be putting on the Tom Bernard podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. By the I'm way, just I, going into people's phones and putting on the Tom Bernard show. Downloading the app. Exactly. <laughs> um, I want you to look at uh, New Mexico Roswell. Uh, the reason that Roswell was was picked, aliens. Uh, 1947, a rancher named Mac Brazel discovered uh, strange debris in his sheep pasture about 75 miles outside of Roswell. While officials said the wreckage came from a crashed weather balloon, look at uh, the corpse here. Yeah. Look, look at the corpse here. Just lean over and check it out. Look, there you go. Corpse. A little schwanz hanging out. She's got the alien penis. He's got the alien penis hanging. Did you see that, Brittany? Yeah, oh, you saw it too. What? uh, So that wouldn't be a corpse because it's an alien corpse. Well, yeah, it's corpse is a corpse, I guess. I don't don't know. Do you call like dead animals corpses? I suppose you do. I feel like a dead animal would be like a carcass. Yeah, that's yeah. I suppose you're right. It's like not a carcass. It's not a corpse. It's a carcass. What about an insect? Are they a carcass? Mm. They're debris. Yeah. I just find it interesting that if somebody actually did make up the corpse of, in Roswell, mm-hmm. they went out of their way to make sure he could see his penis. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, is this good? Should we? No, wait, 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 wait. We've got to put the penis on yeah. the alien. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not believable. Why is it that aliens are always assumed not to wear clothing? That's true. It's a good right. point. It's very strange. It's oh, like, you know. a very, very good point. I guess they've like evolved beyond modesty or something like that. 
Probably true. All right, Minnesota is the final one, and you know which what what this is the scary, spookiest place in Minnesota. You know yeah. where this is. Yeah. Uh, I have. You'll well, know. You'll, you'll, I was, you've been there. We've. Been, I've been there. Oh yeah. Maybe oh, I have. We I used have to drink. Too. We used to drink there all the yep. time. What? I don't know. Yeah. That is definitely. Not, I have no idea now. The Wabasha Street Caves. You never been to the street caves? No. Oh man. Wait, are these caves? those? So this is what I was gonna say. Are these the tunnels that like go under the city? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because oh, I was gonna okay. ask people about those. Because I worked with a lady that she told me this story about. Yeah. There's like these tunnels that go everywhere and blah blah blah. Bootleggers blah, blah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So those are real. They are well. Here, during Prohibition, these former mining caves in St. Paul were turned into a speakeasy. Became a hotspot for gangsters like John Dillinger and Ma Barker. I guess Al Capone, too. Rumor has it that three gangsters who were gunned down in the caves are buried under the floors. Although the bodies haven't been found, you can see the bullet holes from the incident during a tour of the cave. So they actually did get murdered in there. Oh, I've been here before. Yeah, you've been in Wabashaw Caves. I went here, took swing, I did swing dance classes when I was in high school (laughs) at the Wabashaw Caves. You're so embarrassing. (laughs) You're a very embarrassing man. You're so embarrassing. Andy, you been there? No, you never have. I had dinner in there once. There's a dining room in there. Yeah. Yeah, I've had dinner in there. Familiar. And then pus started coming out of the ceiling. Oh. No, no, I made that part up. Check, please. <laughs> yeah, you can get, time you can get married there. Well, you can do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you can get married to Wabasha Caves. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, see the Eagles in our suite here. If you'd like to join me in uh, my suite to see the Eagles on their farewell tour. Yes, this is the Eagles. It's their farewell tour, and we're going to get a suite Here's how to register. Go to Tom Bernard Show app, download it if you don't have it yet, and sign up. Or go to our website, TomBernardShow.com, and sign up there. You can just hop on the app. It's easy to do. Then listen for me to announce your name at 810, 910, and 1010 each day between November 2nd and Monday, November 14th. It's Tuesday, November 14th. i got to keep changing that. Uh, we'll announce the same name three times each day at 10 o'clock after each hour between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. To win, email us back at contests at TomBernardShow.com. That's contests at TomBernardShow.com. Um, you got to do it by midnight that night. You will win. When you win, you'll join me in the suite at XL. See the Eagles. That's on Saturday, November 18th. Now, is that right? Saturday would be November 18th because it would be 15th, 16th, 17th. Uh, yes. Saturday would yes. be. Yes, it would. Yes. But again, uh, November 2nd is not a Monday. It's a Tuesday. So I wanted to make sure. Monday, November 14th, they're saying. November mm-hmm. 2nd is a Thursday. Yeah. November, I was looking at them. They say it's Monday, November 14th, but actually November 14th is a Tuesday. We'll get that straightened That's away right. by tomorrow. But the contest starts uh, this Thursday, does it not? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, looking forward to it. That should be a lot of fun, seeing the Eagles in their final tour. If you've never been in a suite at XL, they are spectacular. No doubt about it. All right. So what else we got? little news, a little information. What else you want to schmooze? You want to schmooze about anything in particular? Uh-huh. Let's see. Did we see that? Would you try this new haunted wine that was aged in a coffin? Yeah, it was aged in a coffin. A used coffin? Ah, uh, it's interesting. Mm, I will find in that, that case, no. Because there'll be like butt juice in there. Yeah, you don't know what's in there. Butt juice. <laughs> well, it would be, wouldn't it? It'd become not, leaking out the bottom. It's all juice. It's every juice. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the distilled essence Ish. of a person. Just in time for Halloween, company launches world's first coffin-aged wine. 
Why? Why? It's a great question. English wine brand 19 Crimes might just have created the world's most sinister red wine. They took 100 bottles of wine, put them in a coffin, and buried them six feet under in a creepy Victorian cemetery. If you're looking for the most appropriate wine to sip on Halloween night, look no further than 19 Crimes' latest creation, the world's first coffin-aged wine, (laughs) according to the Risqué Specialized Company. Uh, they took 100 bottles of red wine, put them in an oak cab, uh, casket, excuse me, and buried them among the dead in London's Tower Hamlets Cemetery. The wine was recently dug up in the presence of a priest to ensure that nothing sinister returned with the red liquor. But according to exorcist and paranormal expert Ian Lahman, the wine is most likely cursed anyway. Mm. Yeah, see, I'm fine just like putting some pumpkin puree in some whiskey or something like that. That's, that's spooky enough for me. Close enough and spooky enough. Yeah. I don't need to drink any corpse wine. Well, also, I was under the impression that they had wine that they literally dumped in the coffin or aged. Yeah, in no, the I think coffin. it was just it's, bottles. They just put bottles of yeah. wine yeah, in a coffin they, and buried it. It is nothing what? special here. I, this is this is highly disappointing. Well, it depends on what your view of like the whole. You know, does it being in a coffin make it haunted or what? Like, they, it's this is. I'm. It's mad. a good point. I cannot. What, what, Brittany? Tevin, you thought there was loose wine in a coffin? <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how they made it sound. Like, I thought right. they made it like brouhaha. Right, like we found a way to like sanitarily age this instead of in like barrels or something. We put it in a coffin and yeah. buried it. No, you buried a regular bottle of yeah. wine. Congratulations <laughs> for you. You buried a Sounds... bottle of wine and then dug it back up. Yeah. Sounds happy. so messy your way, like so messy. Right, which which sounds also more impressive if you're able to pull it off. You guys, yeah, you got to serve it like a punch at a party. Right. Everyone ladles it out of the coffin like, when you dig it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go age some root beer in a coffin and just put a pack of A and W and buried it there and dig it back up. Like, okay. Now it's spooky. Hey, if, right. Do we have to play dough tomorrow if we use short five second play playing the uh, thriller on Halloween? Uh, oh, yeah. Probably. I think it's... You got to pay for that? I think it's not so much you, pay for it as you get your it crap removed from the internet as soon as yeah. you do. Because oh, is that what it is? It's all bots. Yeah, I think just mentioning that we might do it could get this show taken off the air. <laughs> that's a little bit of control there, isn't it? Don't you think? It's a little too much control, yeah. if you ask me. But, you know, yeah, that's That's just, what happened to our old channel. Well, that's right. It did. Yep. We had a little, like, five, maybe ten-second bumper music, and the entire channel got nuked. They nuked the whole channel. Yep. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Cheating on your partner at work is surprisingly common, but there are some industries that are statistically more likely to stray from their partner than others. And given people spend so much time there, it's no surprise it can also be a way to escape from home life. Roughly 85% of affairs begin in the workplace, according to research, with one in five employees confessing to being unfaithful with a colleague. Uh, Now, a new survey by UK online gaming company Rant Casino has found that an astonishing 43% of workers admit to having an affair with a colleague. Never happened. Mm. That's high percentage. That sounds a little impossibly high. 85%, yeah. Are they saying that of affairs, 85? Because it's not just 85% of people in general, it's got to be of the affairs. I have a question. Oh, but they said 43% of people say that they've had an affair at work, which is, there's just no way. I would have yeah. to agree with you on that one. Um, I don't know of anybody, I don't think anybody in my entire 37 years at the queue, at least I didn't know they had an affair. Wouldn't that be kind of obvious if they did? Too sleep deprived. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I, guess I just want to go home and get to sleep. 
Yeah, I don't know. At least I don't. Do you, Brittany, you know anybody had an affair? No, but I don't. Not a lot of percentage were married on. Mm, that's true. Yeah, like that is was, true. Oh, yeah, there was, is that. Yeah, like I, I always said, I'm like, oh, it's like 50% of you guys were married. And then, but yeah, I think it's weird though. In radio, when you have those different hours, it's not like we, a lot of people were around each other. No, this is great. I was hoping this was going to be the case because they got the top 10 places where people cheat on their spouses. Mm. Top 10 jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Doctor's uh, got to be number one. I'm thinking mili- um, military. Military, yeah. Military's number 10. Yeah. Uh, armed Forces, 4%. Information Technology, 4.6%. What? Yeah, info techno- information technology. IT what? nerds? There's no way. I would have to agree. <laughs> They're out there stooping. As an IT nerd, up a storm. I will say that's not possible. Zero sex appeal. Accountancy, <laughs> banking, and finance. That kind of surprises me. Yeah, banking? Yeah. I mean, it's like you're at the bank. There's really not a whole lot of privacy. Yeah, plus the fact that I would, I'd appreciate it if you didn't cheat with someone at a bank. That'd be yeah, good too. you'd want uh, honesty in your banking employees, you would think. That'd be very, very good. Property and construction. Construction. Well, well, they, sneak in the, they sneak in those houses during the night. You got Is some men at work situations going oh, on? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, engineering and manufacturing. Here's your top five, though. Hospitality and events management. Oh, Makes yeah. sense. You got keys to every door. Mm. That's true. Transport and logistics. What? I don't even know like what a, that means. Like a, like a truck bus driver? Like a trucker, yeah, isn't I don't a bus driver, yeah. Healthcare. Oh, a lot of beds. That's yeah. for sure. Well, and just long shifts where you're always around yeah. each yeah, other. Yeah, 20-hour you know? days. That's true. Yeah. Number two would be teacher training and education, 13.7%. You do hear a lot of te- who was a who was a teacher that cheated with the fourteen year old boy. What was her name again? Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, you have to be yeah. more specific. There's a surprising <laughs> amount of those. There's tons and tons of that. And isn't it always female teachers taking on the sixteen year old? Usually, boys? mostly yes. Usually it's females. I think they're... those ones make the news more. But oh, look at her trying to defend the chicks. I'm sorry to say, like. Well, I mean, numbers. something like eighty percent of teachers are female. So I mean, well, that's yeah. true. the numbers are just that's there. True. Well, even in at my school, I won't say the teacher's name, but there was a situation where allegedly it wasn't while he was or she was his student, but they ended up getting married. Yeah. But like the age difference was they he taught her in high school. No. Huh. Because not... he had just started teaching. Oh my god. Yeah. Not and great. Did no. you guys look it up? What was it? didn't the woman who hit on the fourteen year old boy, she died recently, somebody told me. What the hell was her name again? Mary Kay Letourneau, is that it? Mary Kay Letourneau. I think her name was Mary Kay Letourneau. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mary Kay Letourneau. Okay, and was she the one that cheated with the 14-year-old or whatever? Letourneau. Um, well, she is dead. Yeah, she did die. I thought so. Does it say anything 12 about 12 years old. 12. She, oh. she had sex with a 12-year-old? Yep, in elementary school. Oh, my <sighs> God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't know it was that bad. I thought it was at least a high school kid. She had an affair with a 12-year-old boy. And then gave birth to his daughter. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's hear, it. let's hear it, Brittany. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, tell us. What? I, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm thinking. I'm so sad. That 12 years old. Yeah. You were thinking, I'm glad she's dead. 
That's what you were thinking. It gets worse, actually. <laughs> oh, God, it gets worse. So what? she's uh, oh, statutory raping this 12-year-old, gets pregnant with his kid, goes to prison, no. gets out of prison, gets pregnant with his second kid. Honest to God. So he would have still, I think, been a minor at that point. Jesus. Ooh. Yeah, because she went to jail for three months. Oh, three months for his yeah, rape. three rape whole of months. an eleven-year-old. So yeah, he, he was. He probably was still twelve after uh, that. Who raised her kids? Uh, I mean, she well, she lived until 2020. No, but like while did she's she in have, jail, you did mean? she get to keep them? Her kids? Oh, she did end up going to prison for seven and a half years. So Ooh, I guess I would assume someone took care of them. For the second go-around, they put her back in prison? But yeah, and then they got married in 2005. Oh, my God. And they were, mar- they were married for 14 years, so, Jesus. I mean, hey. What'd she die of? Uh, vaginal rot? Yeah, and it looks like his... Probably, vaginal yes. rot. Jesus, they just made that. She, it looks like she died of cancer. Sorry, Kristen, cancer. Kristen is in the waiting room right now, so she's filling us in on all the information. Uh, oh, and it sounds like okay. the parents of the son raised the kids. That makes oh, here sense. She is. There she is. Good morning. I'm like, cancer. His parents <laughs> raised the kids. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just want to let you guys know. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, I just want to let everyone know how messed up society was. Barbara Walters did a very famous interview with Mary Kay Letourneau and Billy Falau. That was the kid who was raped by his teacher. God. And Americans sent them baby and wedding gifts after what? the Barbara Walters interview because people oh, were God. sympathetic oh, to their love mm-hmm. story oh god that's disgusting and he was nothing but groomed and allegedly he divorced her later on after being married for 14 years because it was easier for her to get health insurance assistance as a single woman versus them being married because she did have cancer jesus what kind uh, of cancer colorectal colorectal mm-hmm and I just want to add that she was married while this was... To while another guy? Raping, no, before this. So she was married while she was carrying on while she was carrying on this sexual assault of mm-hmm. this minor. Um, and I believe she had four kids with her first husband. Yeah, she did. You might want to correct me on that, yeah. Where are the kids now? Let's get them on the horn. On hey, a, how's your mother an doing? An insane asylum or the moon, maybe? <laughs> probably. That's where I would be. True. I'd be in I mean, both. it's really a really tough thing for her kids to have to go through. And then, you know, obviously yep. the kids that were produced as a result of this sexual assault, these two yeah, sexual Jesus. assaults. Um, and, and, you know, they have been interviewed over the years. They seem to be very sweet girls, very well adjusted. Oh. But you worry about the long-term effects of something like this. Oh, yeah, no question about it. Okay, the number one profession most likely to cheat, you guys would know it if you thought for a half a second. The cops. number one job for cheating. Military, athletes. cops. The military is number 10. Fire, BMT. No, 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 no. Hollywood. No. <laughs> Hollywood reporter. No, it's, it's so easy. If you guys would just think in your own life, who would be most likely to cheat? Nope, not podcast. Morning show host. Nope, not morning show host. Uh, Doctor. Oh, you already did healthcare. Um, you ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. You ready for the, the, the news? Salespeople. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking of what other profession we're in contact with a lot. Let's call somebody. Let's call Pat right now. If oh, you're God. cheating on your wife right now, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I feel like pharmaceuticals. They're on the road all no, the no, time. No, no, no. Let's get back to salespeople because I have to answer to them all the time. 
They're a bunch of cheaters. Now you have so ammunition. <laughs> I'm talking about pharmaceutical, yeah, pharmaceutical sales. sales. Oh, because pharmaceutical then you sales. Come okay. into the healthcare situation, and they're cheaters, and you're a salesperson. That's a very good point. All right, we'll take a very quick break, and then Chris will come back and blow us sky high with all the information and entertainment news right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. And please let them know that Tom sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Andy, uh, Andy's son, Ethan, had his very first Halloween party last night. Well, his first one that he was, that he was cognizant of. Like aware for, yeah. yeah. He was aware of. So, what did you take away? He, he looked to me like he was having a ball. Yeah, definitely. We uh, expected him to be less happy because his day wasn't so great before that. Oh, really? Well, it's just like, you know, toddlers, sometimes they have... Bad days for absolutely no reason. Well, he'll be two a week from tomorrow. Yes, he will. And it was so great to see seven-year-old Fawny. Who was who, who is she dressed up as? Again? I have no idea. It was a cartoon Wednesday, character. maybe? When, was it Wednesday, Adams? Or the uh, girl from Hotel Transylvania, maybe? She kind of looked like. From, yeah, the girl from Hotel Transylvania. Okay, who was it? What's her name? I forget, but I that's what. Uh, but that's who it was. Yeah, that's what Alex told me. And then Sagey dressed up as a monkey with a banana. Yep, By the way, he had a banana the whole time. Very important that he wanted everyone to know that it was with a banana. <laughs> yeah. A real banana or like a no, stuffed fake banana? One. Fake one. So yeah, Fawn and a seven-year-old. And then you got five-year-old Sage. And you got almost two-year-old Ethan. If you have a problem with the world and think the world sucks and everything's horrible, sit down and watch a two, five, and seven-year-old have fun at a damn dinner because it was just great to watch. God, that was fun to watch those kids. Yeah, we went on a uh, haunted hayride. Haunted hayride. Which is phenomenal. You're, like, uh, you're on a trailer being towed by a tractor, and then there's like a bunch of people in costumes. Like, There's a... Uh, you know, they're pretending to kill each other and they come at you and that sort of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ethan had no idea. He was, he didn't know what he was seeing, so he wasn't afraid. No, he didn't care. He was just like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> Why These you people are just like where it's warm? coming up to you and screaming and he's just like, what is the purpose of all this? <laughs> he did. He because, got I mean, analytical. You yeah. do kind of have to be sensitized to a lot of the, like, spooky imagery that you see. Yeah. Because a lot of it doesn't really make any sense. It's like, you know, a clown is laughing and screaming. It's like, that's not something you encounter in nature. Mm, That's true. That's true. But I just thought it was so wonderful to hear hear Ethan, who, like I said, he'll be two uh, the week from tomorrow. They're playing, and all of a sudden he starts, Fawny! Fawny! He's looking for his cousin. It was just wonderful. I had that was great, Andy. So I'm really glad that your your son got to come and Alex's kids got to come. It was a great night, didn't you think? Yeah, it was. Went very very well over at Midland Hills. So thank you for that. Back to the very spooky Kristen Burt. Spooky kids. So spooky. <laughs> What's happening, sister? Uh, well, obviously, it was a very busy weekend for entertainment reporters because yeah, I we guess. did lose Matthew Perry. So. I don't think people realize when that happens on a weekend, you go, oh, geez, because all of a sudden it just starts work for us in the mm-hmm. middle of our, you know, time off and things like that. Um, but I, I think everyone should just tread very cautiously with this story. A lot of just speculation say, out there. Yeah. And, and understand that they have completed the autopsy. It is inconclusive. Oh, really? Um, yeah, there was, and they're going to wait for the toxicology report. That's, there are a couple things in play here. There were no illicit drugs um, at all found no, in the residence right. or near him, but uh, there were plenty of prescription drugs nearby, anti-anxiety. Mm, that can um, do it, yeah. Yeah, as well as uh, PCOS. Like, there's a lot of things that he could have mixed, possibly, that maybe PCOS. didn't work in the system. He's someone who has had... Um, He's someone who was also had um, a lot of health problems also related to his drug issues. Mm. You know, he had 14 surgeries in the last few years, God. which is, I know, his colon ruptured. Ow! And, 
Yes. Ooh, yeah. That, hurt. that can happen from uh, extreme uh, opiate addiction. Yep. That's exactly what it was related to. Yep. And then, of course, you also have um, his issues with um, possible heart issues from his drug abuse. So there's a couple of things in play, but they really right now it's inconclusive what he died of. I know everyone's just like, oh, there was a cardiac arrest. Oh, there was a drowning just hold on because I think there's going to be several causes sort of like leading toward his final passing. Well, he's a big booze hound too, wasn't he? Uh, he his main issue was uh, prescription drugs. Oh, okay. But oh, alcoholism was, of course, in the mix with all of this. Um, but, you know, he, he spent $9 million to get himself sober. Oh, $9 million. He went in and out of rehab consistently during his friend's years and and well past his friends here. So he really struggled. And, you know, he then um, created a sober house and sort of dedicated his life to helping other addicts once he right. did get sober. So I think a lot of people were touched by him. 15 times in treatment, I see. Yep. 15 trips to treatment. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Talking about Matthew Perry. Alex just got here. Do you know who we're talking about, Matthew Perry? Yeah, nothing... Is this the one that's on, or is this the one that's You're on? You're on. You're on. I can't hear myself. You're going to have to turn it up then. Did someone oh, hit the there. switch again? Anyway. Oh, you yeah, got it? Yeah, he said in his memoir that he estimated he spent $7 million on getting sober. Mm. Yeah, Chris. $9 million was nine the million final estimate. Okay. Yep. Which shows you how hard it is to <laughs> quit an addiction like that. The disease. I think that's what people need to remember. It is a disease. I have a question for you then, based on that. Because I grew up in a very poor neighborhood, tons of drug dealing. I had no intention of going, hey, let me give you five bucks for that white powder you tell me is this, but it could mm -hmm. be a completely other thing. No way would I ever get involved in that. Well, his slippery slope was not illicit drugs. It was prescription drugs. Oh, he right. had a so, dead right. accident. Yep. And that's what happens. You know, you start getting overprescribed, you become addicted, and then you get, it's easy to find multiple doctors who can. Really? Especially when you're an actor. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can go and oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Dr. A and Dr. B and yeah. you're Matthew Perry and you're like, sure, I'll write your prescription. Not knowing that, you know, another doctor, you've already maxed yourself out on that prescription. Or they'll do it under their assistant's name. That's a very, I mean, that was very well documented right, in right. the Michael Jackson case. Don't you think, though, Kristen, when we're talking about all this addiction stuff and we're saying we better tread lightly, it's okay to have open talks. I mean, I'm an alcoholic. I've been to rehab. It's okay to have open talks and speculate that that had something to do with it. I think there's something to be said where we help addiction to keep growing when we don't talk about it openly, when we don't talk about the abuse of prescription drugs pretty liberally. Well, I think the thing oh. that muddies this case is that he has documented heart issues, and it could have just been simply his heart stopped because of the heat from the hot tub, and that's what did it. He it also played two hours of pickleball leading up to his jump into the hot tub and everything else. So there could have been a lot of stress on his mm -hmm. heart that morning. He was known to be an aggressive pickleball player, mm -hmm. um, sometimes played two times a day. And it just may be that his heart gave out. So I think like, let's not just assume that it was a drowning event or a cardiac arrest event. I think we have to put everything on the table, including exactly what you said, Britt, is that yeah. his, he could have had some problems, um, maybe fell off the wagon. That's, that's sometimes I just, part of the, the recovery I just mean, like, I think it's one of those things where a little bit tiptoeing is annoying because it's it's actually not the worst thing in the world to be an addict. Like, everyone's like, well, don't call him that. And it's like, 
he is an addict. I am an alcoholic. It is okay to be those things and it's okay to have those titles. Like there's an empowerment that comes with that. And like, I think sometimes being scared to like, well, don't it, it's like, that's mm-hmm. crazy town. Well, I think the toxicology <clears throat> test will be illuminating. illuminating in my opinion and i also think that his death report could be one of those where they have two causes of death you know he had this event that led to this event and that's why he died what if it comes back and it like it was like he was struck by lightning yeah what about that that? the only the only thing that was happening yesterday was a high wind event so if he Mm. blew out of the hot tub i would have believed that more than Mm. anything but that was the only weather event we were having yesterday so his all of his heart problems and all the rest of his problems were all because of the drugs he was taking. Most likely, yes. God, yeah, so it, he, he he's talked about that in the past and his surgeries and everything else. And even um, his dental issues. He had a lot of dental issues that oh, were related to his yeah. addiction as well. If you notice, the last couple of years he was speaking differently than he did when you saw him on Friends. If you saw him on the Friends reunion, um, he had like a full mouth of... Um, dentures and veneers and it made him talk differently it shaped his jaw differently so Hmm. all of that was related to his addiction 54 years old that's uh how many years of addiction not very old he said he had his first drink at like 16 or something like that 16 and 14 maybe he was a child star too so people Mm -hmm. need to remember he was working through his teens out here in los angeles yep what was he in um, he was in Growing Pains. People will remember anyone oh, who watched Growing Pains. Really? He had a very big, um, high-profile. He played Tracy Gold. I can't care who played. Was it? I don't remember her character. One of the Seavers. But um, she. He played her boyfriend, and he dies in like a drunk driving accident. And it was one of those like big, teachable, like multi-episode arcs kind of thing. And it was a really big deal because that was her first boyfriend on the show. Mm. Is there any way that, that they can? Are they ever going to be able to come up with something saying, hey, this will get you to stop, no question. And even if it's a drug or whatever, if you want to take drugs, take this drug because at least it won't kill you. That's well, kind of the idea behind I, methadone. And, yeah. Yeah. Kratom, and isn't it Narcan? Too? Kratom, yeah. Narcan, is, Narcan is the reverse effect. Yeah. It stops opiates from working, but it yeah. does not stop the withdrawal symptoms, and that's what... Okay. takes people out. We were driving home from Duluth and there was this giant billboard with like a it looked like a nasal spray thing and it said the drug you need if you're going to take drugs. That's Narcan, yeah. That was like I think that's Narcan. Yep, they uh yeah. the naloxone, they spray it up into your nose, it stops. Yeah. It blocks all your opiate receptors. So basically yeah. what happens is within 5 seconds you're going into opiate withdrawals. Oof, not neat. good, but if you are you're not breathing <clears throat> because you've taken too much heroin that's the only thing that's going to keep you alive mm-hmm. yeah. so i just i'm afraid of taking advil I don't <laughs> yeah i know the yeah. idea like of I, injecting some rock that some guy on a street corner gave yep. me yep. i hell no i you know what though i, I want to just say this because a lot of people slide into illicit drugs from that prescription drug mm-hmm. um it becomes too expensive and then they go cheaper and cheaper because they're still chasing that high I, it happened to a friend of mine um, in fact, she was uh, on So You Think You Could Dance. She was in the, the reboot of Fame. I mean, she had it all going for her, became addicted to prescription drugs to the point that she then, like, lost her apartment, started mm-hmm. doing heroin, found herself homeless and living in her car, eventually got had to sell her car, and then was living in the street till her mother finally convinced her to, like, come home and get sober. But she was at rock bottom at that point. So 
you can have it all and you can be anyone and you can make a ton of money and you can be you can be any type of economic lo- level for this to happen. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. I will take 100% ownership of this and credit for it. Because three members of my family, my uncles, not my immediate family, my uncles were murdered. And since I was born, not one of them, well, no, one of them was murdered when I was 13, never mind. Let's back off that story, because apparently I <laughs> didn't, didn't really go anywhere, did yeah, it? I, really didn't. Really, I forgot yeah. that Augie got Good murdered point. when I was 13. So. <laughs> but two out of three did not. But so. two out of three did. So that's <laughs> Pretty good odds. <laughs> And two of them were named Augie, by the way. Augie, August the 1st and August the 2nd they both were, got murdered. Two uncles both named Ooh. Augie? Huh. Well, well they one brothers? was a grand uncle. No, one was oh, a grand uncle, one like, was oh. an uncle. Did they yeah. frequent Augie's? Oh, no. probably. I know they frequented, like, uh, organized crime. That I do know <laughs> what they... I know what they they frequented there. Boy, oh, boy. oh, there's a great documentary right now on Netflix called Getting Gaudy. Yes. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yes. yes. Oh, I was watching it this weekend, and it is so compelling about um, the whole mob and trying to get John Gotti and was it Sam Castellano? How yep. after his murder, yep. like things just shifted in the hi- hierarchy um, in New York City in the '80s, and oh, it's fabulous it if is. anyone's looking for a good true mob story. I wouldn't watch it with the little kids though, because Mother Effery shows up about every other word. Yeah. Well, I don't think watching a movie about organized <laughs> oh, crime no. with children right. would really Those be the idea anyway. Like... <laughs> That's my only option. Either that or nothing with kids. Like, yeah. 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 What would you say of all yeah. the organized crime TV shows and movies, which is the most family friendly? Yeah, that's a great question. <clears throat> hmm. Godfather break- maybe? Breaking Bad, does that fall into it? Yeah, or bring, no? No, that's not, like it's not crime. organized. It's, it's very disorganized. That is very fact. disorganized yeah. crime. It's disorganized crime. <laughs> well, you got... You got uh, How about my cousin Vinny? My cousin Vinny's probably... That was there you go. Oh, that probably be it. Yeah. A real feel-good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about The Untouchables? Except for that that's was not Al Capone. I don't think. That was Al Capone, so one. never mind. No. Goodfellas. Goodfellas? Yeah, it's, I mean... That yeah. was good. No. Yeah, because it's, it's a lot of like hidden murder. Mm. Like they don't show all the exact murder. They're like, and he, murder. you know, and Vinny never showed up again. Like there's a but, lot of that. But sometimes yeah. it's funny. He swam with the fishes. And then the kids but, are like, fun, I love swimming. I love swimming. Remember the wife shows up wearing a fur coat and what a brouhaha that caused? It's like, yeah. where'd you get that fur coat? They were all Whoops. told not to spend the money. Yes. And this lady yes. shows up in this fur. And they all were effing up left and right. <laughs> it was, it's classic, like, if you ask people not to tell a secret kind of vibe, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, that was such a good movie. That was a true story, you know. <clears throat> I know. That was a true. People don't know that that was a true story, absolutely. No yeah. question about it. Yeah. And with the Getting Gotti documentary, like, I never realized how big a deal like obviously Gotti was a big deal but how much like people treated him as if he was an A-list celebrity oh they did like, yes throwing parades when he oh, got away with yeah. all of his crimes oh yeah people loved him and you know what's so interesting and I would love to see this documentary <laughs> because it's also part of the 80s story in the 80s especially and going in, even into the 90s the mob controlled like all construction mm-hmm. all the teamsters yes. the, the, yep. they still control the jacob javits center i would love to know like how involved donald trump had to get in with the mob oh. to get some of his buildings built probably at because least i somewhat. know that there's a story there oh, yeah. and yeah. no he can be kind of gangster and i was like <laughs> the two of them like trying to like work things out because you know he met with john Gotti at some point 100 percent yeah oh there's no question about that you're you know you're absolutely right about that because 
Well, let's say back then, maybe not now, but back then to get anything done in New York, you had to go to the right people mm-hmm. to get it done. Otherwise, it would mm-hmm. never get done. You, you think about that, like it. Trump Tower would be yeah. something that was built in the 80s or opened in the, in the early 80s um, that people would definitely like you need to get something done. Go to John Gotti. No, uh, people are call- asking me, is getting Gotti and get Gotti the same show? Because they think it is. Yeah, Get Gotti is Get, Get Gotti. Gotti is Get a mini series from 2023. Yeah, and Getting Gotti is a uh, docu series from 1994. No, Get Gotti is what so Kristen's talking about. Get Gotti is the 2023 docu series. Yeah. I thought so. Getting Gotti is a I think fictionalized version of the Gotti story from the 90s. Yeah, so no. yeah, and Get Gotti because they have. Mafia or mob members, former mob members, I guess, oh that are like God. giving you backs. I'm like, yep. how are you guys this comfortable? I mean, I guess maybe the mob obviously isn't as big as it is. Well, we've had mob members on the show before yeah, talking like, about like, hey, yeah, this crime I committed at this time at this location. It's like, how are you allowed to talk about this? How are you not getting whacked? Statute of limitations. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would be oh, less concerned think- with the statute of limitations and more that my head's going to yeah. be. In yeah, a exactly. Box. You think your fellow mobsters? Everyone would be else involved is, about de- this. is dead. So that's I can what talk I mean. That it. <laughs> honestly, could be. Yeah. Yeah, this is a possibility. And yeah. the power that the mob no longer has, too. That I is mean. true. Mm-hmm. And again, and it's wild that you think like Rudy Giuliani, who is now in his own legal trouble, was yeah. yep. one of the big. People who was involved in taking down the mob in New York yep. City, and it's it's unbelievable, like how life has just taken some twists and turns. Well, it's because everybody hates everybody now. I really wish they'd get away from that. That'd be very nice if we didn't. Well, I don't think it has them. anything to do with hate. It's that he actually, allegedly, did some illegal things. Well, that's allegedly <laughs> still. It hasn't been. Well, he is. Yet. I know, but he's got. There's he's been evidence. indicted. It's not looking good. I don't know. Is it's any not of it looking, looking good? good for Rudy Giuliani? And it's and it's amazing because. Anyone who saw them, you know, he was America's mayor, and now here we yeah, are yep. in a very different place. His legacy could have been so different. And I think that's what I think is always the fascinating American tale. I will you tell you You could have had something. this story, this storied like life, and instead he, yep. he, chose, he made decisions. I will tell you something. I met him twice in my life, and he was one of the most arrogant human beings I have ever talked to. God, he was arrogant. Well, I would imagine. So is that part of it? He was just, he thought he couldn't get, ever get caught. He was just too wonderful. I think people start to believe in their own power. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was someone who cheated on his wives. That was another like part of his story. Oh, did he? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I believe he married his cousin, by the way, like his oh, first marriage. Christ. Sorry. What? <laughs> okay. I mean, I do have some hot cousins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not Italian, so it's not going to work. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, um, yes, he married... His oh, first? second cousin. Well, I mean, that's oh, not. Well, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Regina Perugi. That's. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Gina Perugi. Lovely it's name. She's named weird. after a sandwich. I I wouldn't marry one of my second cousins. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I gotta be honest with you. I just want to be put on record saying that yeah, I will also not marry one of my cousins. <laughs> All right, we got two minutes left. Any other big story we should get to before we wrap it up? Oh, there's so much going on this week, but um, since it is two more days of spooky season till we move into Christmas, um, it, and I know Tim Lammers uh, reviewed this, but Totally Killer on Amazon Prime with Kiernan Shipka is an absolute delight of a movie. It is When Scream Meets Back to the Future. What's it called? 
Totally Killer. Totally uh, Killer. Okay. It's about a, a teen who time travels back to her mother's high school years to sort of track down a killer. And so it's it's definitely a dark comedy. And that's why I call it When Scream Meets Back to the Future. There's a lot of time travel, but it's done in a really fun, delightful way. Totally Killer. Totally killer. Okay. So if you're looking for something to watch tonight or tomorrow while everyone's, you know, if you're handing out candy, that's an easy movie to just kind of keep on. You're able to pause it, hand out the candy, come on back to it. It's really fun. I, I made Bill watch it again last night because I was like, it's so good. And it's on what uh, delivery service? Amazon Prime. I want to ask you one more thing before you go. Mm-hmm. Because I just noticed this this morning, or I, I've noticed a few days ago, but it's gotten deeper this morning. Because I go up and I check all the news sites I can before I come into work. So I go to all the CNN stuff and all the MSNBC stuff and all the Fox stuff and all the rest of it. Fox News does not appear on Hulu automatically anymore. Did they pull that off there so it'd make you pay? Because if you go to the site itself, you have to pay to watch it then. The Fox News site. Um, Off on of Hulu. Hulu, do you have Hulu Live? Is that what you're talking about? I got whatever the best thing is. It's what I got. Because I don't have I, I have Hulu and I don't have Fox News on it. So I'm assuming you are, you're talking about the live service. Why would they carry all the other news except for Fox? That's weird. Do they? I don't know because I, you know all my yeah, I, I, I want to look at there. news. Roku has all of my news services. That's so. what I do. I'm on Roku, but it doesn't have Fox anymore. They have Fox Business, but not Fox News. It's is your app downloaded on do. Roku? I can't bring it up on my television. You need to download the Fox News app. I did, but then you have to pay for it. Right, because it's a subscription America. service. Yeah, but I used to get it for free on Hulu. You can get it for on Hulu? Yeah, Roku, Hulu. I don't know. No, no they're two different not. things. Those yeah. are two different things. No. no, they're not. Yes. Yes, they not are. Not my house. They're not. Okay. I'm with yeah. Tom. They're so, not. Yeah. Go on the Roku. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You can go on the Roku <clears throat> live channel and Fox News is there. Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to get Fox News on Hulu is if you're subscribing to Hulu Live. Mm-hmm. So if you're no longer subscribing yeah, to Hulu Live. Yeah, but it doesn't come up anymore. It doesn't come up anymore. It should. But does anybody know if he subscribes to Hulu Live? That's I'm sure where, he where, does. Where's Catherine? He subscribes to everything. Yeah, Catherine she doesn't even know. She'll be, I, I don't you know. Fubo TV. I thought <laughs> Fubo TV was your live service. I, Fubo, Fubo's got everything. So are you subscribing to Hulu Live and Fubo? I think Probably. I'm subscribed to like 500 channels. He I'm just not checks sure. yes oh my in every box and says Andy, will you go over and like... We've Clean done it multiple times. And then he just resubscribes. Because here's what happens. He searches for something he wants to watch. And then the first mm-hmm. option, if it's on there, he's like, yep, I'll go to this one and I'll buy the service yep. if I don't have it. And like, even though it would have already been on Netflix, which he already has, it wasn't the first one. So then it's just, and then he ends up with all the things. It feels yep, like the situations on. where people get on Amazon drunk and just order love random it. stuff. That's what it feels like with your subscriptions. Without the you audience. brought that up on purpose. You because you? you're keeping us all in business. Maybe you're giving us extra residuals, Tom. <laughs> okay, we now I'm going to close. I know we got to go for sure, but I'll close with this. What you just said. Mm-hmm. My favorite men's cologne is Pasha Cartier. It's been my favorite cologne for years and years. Uh, the last bottle I just have just went dry, and I had it for like 10, 11 years, right? I go on Amazon to order some more to have it shipped to the house. It's coming today. 
$100 for a bottle of cologne. Well, but it'll last you 10 years, so I mean, that's yeah, really not that, that bad. Bottle, I'm but sorry. It you 11 What's years. it called? Pasha Cartier. Pasha Cartier. I feel like it would have been cheaper on Ulta than Amazon. Well, this. this oh, no, it, it, it is uh, very expensive. Well, there's this on Amazon, it's $52. Yeah, yeah but it must be the small. smaller one. Yeah. Did I order the five gallon size? Just a five gallon bucket shows up at your house. <laughs> you just dip your foot in it every day and walk out. $80. All right, we definitely have to go. Kristen, we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and co-workers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B, Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfand, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Whoop, we're now there. Now we're back, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. Um, our last few minutes I want to spend on something we talked about a bit before you got here. Alex, Okay. I was talking to Andy about what a joy it was last night to go to a Halloween dinner with the three little kids, the, all the parents, all the rest of it, um, to see little Ethan, who will be two years old a week from tomorrow, running around going, funny, funny. I thought that was magnificent. I know, he wanted her to chase him. <laughs> yeah, she... He kept on, like, running away, and then she was standing at the table, and he would run back, like, funny! Mm-hmm. Funny, funny. What? And what was the character that Fawn was addressed as on Sunday? Mavis from Mavis. Hotel Transylvania. Mavis from Hotel, Ta- Hotel Transylvania. It's a vampire. It's a vampire. She did a great job with it. And, of course, everyone had to know... 
that Seiji had a banana. Yeah, it was like he's not just a <laughs> monkey, he's holding a banana. It's part of it. Like he leads with a banana. He's like, I'm holding a banana and I'm a monkey. I'm like, okay, it. yeah, you gotta, that makes more sense. That's... Do you think most people, three, <clears throat> three generations of the family showed up to have dinner last night? It was at Midland Hills, uh, did the haunted hayride, did the whole deal. Everybody just had a ball. That kind of joy is what I'm looking for in life, not pissing and moaning about everybody else's politics. You know? Would be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yourself. Watch the little children, how much they love. Honest to God, Ethan just loves his cousins, and they love him. He does. Right? Yes, he does. I mean, I just I love that. whole Just watching the whole thing, how excited he was. He's playing... Uh, Fawny was, Sage was, Ethan was. So I just wanted to bring that up again very quickly, Alex. It's just such a joy to see everyone happy. Well, and it was so funny at dinner. Fawn looks at mom. She's like, I was so crabby before we left because my costume's not going to be warm enough. <laughs> and my wig was in my face. And I was like, I had to cut her wig. Mm. I was cutting the bangs of her wig. I was like, we had to leave five minutes ago, but sure, I'll cut your wig. Great. Love it. Cool. Yeah. And that just, it was such, what a great night. The food was good. It was a buffet type of deal, but it, the food was really good. The conversation. Bilski was there, Tim Ivory. He was. I didn't get to talk to him. No, me either. Talk, I said, I, I waved to him. I saw he was yeah. leaving on the hayride. And I was like, hi. But I didn't talk to him. Dan went over and talked to him, but Sage was wanting to go get an, a balloon animal, which didn't end up happening anyway. And by the way, it wasn't a real banana. It was a fake prop banana. Yes. Yes. So that we want you to know he wasn't carrying around some rotting banana all that night. That would be gross. Mm-hmm. That would be very <laughs> gross. But I, yeah, yeah, thank you to both of you for bringing your children because it would just, what a joyful night to be around little kids. It just makes your life so much better. I know. And when I was like, we got to go home, Fawn was like, we just got here. <laughs> <laughs> I was Aww. like, we've been here for an hour, like an hour and a half. And she's like, we just, we just, I'm like, you have school in the morning and you have homework yep. to finish. Uh oh. She had, which, I mean, her homework doesn't take that long. It was like filling out missing numbers, counting by twos, fives, and tens, mm-hmm. and so, then writing rules of technology. What time are your kids going out tomorrow rules. night, Alex? Um, I don't know. Andy, do you know when Ethan's going out tomorrow night, or is he not going out? I think we are. At Ethan's age, when Fawn was Ethan's age, we went to like the three neighbors that were right. like close with. We went to their house, and it was like, Da-da-da, here's this little monkey, and yeah, see you I mean, later. it depends on how the weather and that well, sort of thing, and his Mark mood, and his mood. Yes, and I mean, two year olds, he's not gonna like know it, what's happening. No, or care, no. or follow any direction. So that is very true. It's well, do you more to... for the neighbors to see a kid in a costume do you want us to come out tomorrow night at the beginning andy or do you just want to skip it because he's not going to be that into it you can if you want because i figured we'd come out and and do it his three doors and then we could leave and go to alex's house there's no way that you'll be able to do both. that's a lot of driving in one day (laughs) yeah because you're going to drive out to his house in rush hour which will take 45 50 Ah, minutes not with me at the wheel and then you're gonna oh you can fly over traffic is that what happens it's not like there's vulnerable kids walking around here so make sure you drive yeah as aggressively as possible halloween is the number one night for kids getting hit by cars yes it sure is our kids i mean we just stay in our little horseshoe yeah. And, you know, Dan has his tool concert, so yeah. we've got to yeah. wrap it up early tomorrow. Yeah. 
fun. I know. He's That's a mystery awesome. wrapped in a riddle, right. that man. Well, when Nana gets here in uh, about five minutes, we'll ask her what she wants to do, but well, we'll go forward from there. He's Sage has golf until five. He gets home at like 5.15, and then we'll probably the just go out at 5.30. School golf team? Not school. It's Braemar has like a children's golf thing oh, and he's okay. obsessed with golf and so mm. he takes golf lessons. So you're going to take him out in, in the daylight? Yeah, probably. And you too, Andy? Yeah, I don't yeah, think we're, we're, we're not going to be out past probably six at the latest. I'm here to tell you I've trick-or-treated with many two-year-olds in my life and it, it, it's not going to be worth you driving out no. there trick-or-treating <laughs> no. with him. No. It's right. not no. even Next fall. year right. you can like go between you can go every other year to whatever or you guys can come to our house. Yeah, whatever. Get together. But, like, like I, together but anyway. the only problem with Halloween is it's usually on a school night so you have to yeah. deal with traffic. It's usually oh, so what? six degrees so it's not like a I don't know. Yeah. I yeah, my I, expectations for Halloween are always very low. I'm yeah. like if yeah. we make it to the Halloween. six houses of the neighbors that like know the kids and are mm-hmm. excited to see them, then everything else is a bonus. Yeah, or drove, else we can just go inside and watch It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown and eat some pizza. I drove by a pond on the way to work today that the geese were standing on. Are you really? Uh, yep. Must have been a shallow pond. I mean, I'm sure it was very shallow, but still, it's still, the, uh, frozen water yeah. before in November. The yeah. optics of it aren't great. Jesus. Well, and it's uh, yeah, was it a or Jesus that. goose? <laughs> the Lord blessed us. All right, we gotta go. <laughs> Brittany's horrified and shocked. Bye, Brittany. I just can't believe it. You just saw the oh, coming of the Christ cute. via goose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I love you all. Bye, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you my dear. We'll be back with the family right after this.